Church. We are here to help each other worship, live, and rescue like Jesus. For more info on who we are, go to cpmodesto.org. Awesome, what an awesome morning to just celebrate um, God's faithfulness in our relationships. Um, you know, before, before I share what I wanted to share this morning, um, I want to just kind of remind you of last week and uh, how we were looking at next steps as we talked about being a sent people. Um, Hopefully you all got these last week and on the back of them are all the things that we talked about last week, all the people who shared the different opportunities. And I just want to remind us of those things this morning um, that uh, February 18th, um, Nations 101 will be starting uh, during the second hour, um, four weeks of um, stepping into understanding more about the unreached in our world and Jesus' heart for them. And you need to register for that online. Um, We've got the Discovery Bible Study with Tom LaCour, and if you're interested in that, uh, you've, you've got uh, contact on this sheet. Um, you can contact him still and uh, get, get in line for that. Um, Matt Schrader with the Modesto De- Police Department. Um, Wes James was sharing about World Relief last week, and um, I want to share with you a need that they have. You know, it's interesting. Um, he had mentioned that uh, they are anticipating about 475 um, families that they're going to be relocating this year uh, through World Relief. Already, they've had about half of those for what they can handle for the year. Um, and uh, uh, Zane, who also works with uh, World Relief, was sharing with me this week that um, uh, World Relief, they have, you know, only so much money. And so they're, they're kind of spent at this point in getting, getting families into hotels. There's a need, though, this week for... Uh, a woman who has two children, she's from Algeria, she's a believer, and uh, she needs uh, an apartment or a home to rent or a place to live. And uh, I was just thinking, how great would it be if somebody here with us maybe had a rental property or even had a place in their home and felt the spirit moving to say, um, I want you to take a mom and two kids who love Jesus from Algeria um, and help them out, whether it's with um, a, a connection you have. If you are being moved in that moment right now, um, on that sheet, you can, you can email uh, Wes um, at World Relief. It's on this sheet. If you kind of feel like you want to be a part of helping with that, um, you can do that. Um, Allison Hardy shared about without permission, and today being Super Bowl Sunday, particularly in Las Vegas, um, there's going to be a lot of fun and celebrating and exciting things, but also, particularly in the location that it's in this year, there's going to be a lot of human trafficking. There's going to be a lot of people who are being bought and sold and uh, not for sports purposes. Um, and so today, even, even as we um, have a good time at people's homes and eat food and, and watch games and commercials, um, we as God's people need to be be vigilant in, in prayer um, for those things that are happening behind the scene. Um, and, uh, and again, um, having opportunities all, all over um, that we can be involved in. You know, as much as we um, 
celebrate the things that are going on in our lives and we, we enjoy um, what comes our way, um, there is always things going on behind the scenes. Um, we wanted to uh, focus this morning as we go into the season of Lent, um, 40 days leading into Easter, uh, re- really resurrection weekend, um, And I think that's kind of one of the purposes of Lent is that Lent helps us take a step back and recognize the things that are happening behind what we see. Um, Lent as a purpose, as a focus, it it focuses on prayer and fasting and generosity. Uh, It's an intentional recognition of our need for forgiveness and taking a posture of repentance and, and uh, receiving God's mercy and love in our lives, recognizing his heart for us. The 40 days cons- considers Jesus' preparation and temptation in the wilderness and, in t- and his anticipation and sacrifice on the cross for us. Um, those things going on as he went from, from really Bethlehem all the way to Jerusalem. And uh, the intent of an intentional focus during Lent is to prepare ourselves for the practice and celebration of Resurrection Weekend. And so so there's a few things that I want to just kind of give us as a a focal point as we walk into this. And and, uh, one of the things that I've been amazed with and really God's been pointing my attention to lately is this, the, the beautiful picture that Scripture paints of Jesus Christ as the slain lamb. There is a theme that goes goes throughout scripture of Jesus Christ as this lamb that was slain. Revelation chapter 13, verse eight. Revelation 13 talks about the rise of this beast in the end days who deceives the world and all of these people, uh, all all of these people worship this unworthy Creature, this unworthy being, and and give this being attention that only God deserves. And in, and in Revelation thirteen eight it says, "And all who dwell on the earth will worship it. Everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who was slain." So there's this there's a statement that, that the Apostle John makes, and he says that that. <clears throat> Everyone whose name had not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of life of the lamb that was slain. In other words, that those names that were written before the foundation of the world in the book of life of the lamb who was slain. Now, the thing that I want to pull out this morning is this and connect to this bigger picture is this. We can get sometimes bogged down with different orthodox theological arguments. (laughs) And I think we can miss one of the one of, one of the things that needs to be communicated here. And instead of thinking about, well, let's have a debate about uh, predestination and free will, let's look at this, that, that one of the things that John says here is that a book of life, the Lamb's book of life before the foundation of the world, that the slain Lamb, the sacrifice of Jesus, Jesus giving down, giving his life, laying down his life, was God's plan 
and intent from before the foundations of the world. That before God even created the world, laid the foundations of the world, Jesus Christ was going to give his life for humanity. That's how deeply and widely God loves his people. Before the foundations of the world, the lamb was already going to be slain. Even before we sinned, God had a plan that he would sacrifice his one and only son for us. Jesus' act of atonement, that reconciliation between man and God through Jesus Christ was before the foundations of the world and it was the only plan for our fellowship with God and our being brought into the family of God. Our sin and our rebellion was not, was not something that made God have to have another plan for us. God always planned on sacrificing his own son for our salvation. Later in Isaiah 53, uh, in, back in the Old Testament, Isaiah 53, verse 7, Isaiah writes this. He, speaking of the Messiah, the Christ who would come, the King who would come, he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that before it shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. Speaking that this lamb, this slain lamb, is going to go willingly and sacrifice itself. Jesus says of himself in John 10, 18, he says, no one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my father. Jesus was led as a lamb to slaughter. And while the Jews arrested Jesus and while the Romans tried Jesus, Jesus alone gave up his life for our salvation. No one forced anything on him. And so in Revelation 13, when it talks about this book of life that, that the, the, the slain lamb has, and then we see in, in the present, we kind of see, see the lamb uh, before, <laughs> before the foundation of the world. But then we see the lamb in, in this kind of present time where, where we look forward to in the season of Lent, the, the crucifixion and the resurrection and, and the ascension of Jesus. We see that that lamb went willingly to give his own life. And then we see the lamb at the end. In Revelation 5, 13, 12 and 13, um, we, we, we see this picture that John sees at the end of days where everyone is wondering who is worthy to open the scroll, who is worthy to bring justice and rightness to all humankind and all time and they find that no one was worthy to open the scroll and bring all of that except one who was like a lamb that was slain. And all these, all the holy ones in heaven say in, in Revelation 5, 12 and 13, say with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying, to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. 
And then later we see this culmination in, in chapter 19. Then when I heard, then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters, and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder, crying out, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure. For the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage lamb, marriage supper of the lamb. And he said to me, these words, these are true words of God. Only the slain lamb is worthy to make all things right and just at the end for all people. And those who tr have trusted this slain lamb will be present at this wedding supper celebration. And so as, as, we, as we think over the next month and a half, as we head toward Easter, the, the crucifixion, the resurrection, the ultimately then look forward to the ascension of Jesus and, and how he ascends to the throne my encouragement for us is to think of the next days as we focus on prayer and fasting and generosity as we participate in forgiveness and repentance and receiving God's mercy and love in our lives, remembering that it is in the context of a lamb, one of the least threatening creatures that we can come up with. And that least threatening creature, the lamb, is the one who willingly died. And, and lambs don't have a lot of defense when they're attacked, do they? <laughs> so even a lamb putting up defense is fairly weak. But Jesus, as this pictured as this lamb, willingly went to sacrifice himself for us, for our salvation, for our relationship to be mended with him. And so my encouragement for us as we step into this season is as we focus on prayer and fasting and generosity, that we not only thank God for what he's done for us, but we pray and we fast and we are generous intentionally toward those who are far from Christ, who don't have a relationship with God who have not recognized their own need for forgiveness, those who are hurting or struggling or those who are prideful and arrogant, regardless of what their, what their front face is, but that we would, we would focus in these next days on praying for the salvation of those who are far from Jesus and that we would obey our part in bringing those people toward Jesus. Easter is such a great celebration for the church, but it is a celebration for the church because of the work that God has done in bringing dead people to life. And so it's not just a celebration that we as Christians come and celebrate. It is something that we're invited into to actively participate in bringing and drawing others toward the face of Jesus and letting them behold the one who is the lamb who was slain before the foundations of the world 
who did not resist the sacrifice of himself and who now is worthy and sits on the throne and we will all feast with in the end days. And so as we step into the Lent season, I don't know how you are going to walk through it or how you are going to be reminding yourself through maybe giving something up or having a specific focus of prayer. I don't know how you're going to be doing that, but whatever you do, make sure that it reminds you that there are people who are lost and separated from Jesus and that it is very possible that you, in the scope of your daily routine you are the person who is called and sent to draw that person into relationship with Jesus. Father, we thank you so much that we have never surprised you with our behavior or our actions. God, I'm sure we have... I'm sure we have hurt your heart with our behavior and our actions, but we've never surprised you. God, I thank you that even before we, even before we, we acted on our sin and rebellion, that you had already procured the way back into your family. And so, Father, as, as we maybe even more intentionally over the next month and a half, we focus on your forgiveness and your act of humility. Jesus, of humbling yourself even to the point of death on a cross, that we would let that weigh on us in a, in a way that, that we would be compelled to get out of what we might think or excuse ourselves as awkward or not the right time or just not feeling like it. God, that we would let that weigh on us and and encourage us and embolden us to share the message of Jesus and his salvation to everyone we know. Not worrying about whether or not we will be celebrated or accepted but that even in those moments of our own rejection, that there is a chance that dead people could be brought back to life, to be brought into your kingdom, to have a living, vibrant relationship with Jesus. And so, Father, I pray that you would help us to go beyond the trimmings of Easter and step into the mission and live out our sentness intentionally 
and unapologetically for the sake of the lamb who was slain. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you feel inspired and moved by what God is doing here at Crosspoint.